to the Know Nothing Show, the show where we talk about everything. In reality, we know nothing. I'm one of your hosts, Luke. I'm Taylor. And I'm Thomas. Welcome in, y'all. How you guys doing today? Good. Not Well, okay. Gloomy day out. Tottenham, Tottenham lost. Tottenham lost in the 90th minute. Arsenal currently losing. Arsenal currently losing. But hey, I got to golf maybe. this morning, so it's a good day. Yeah, yeah. Got to golf. It, was, it remained sunny while you were golfing, but... Cloudy, but yeah. It didn't get rained on. I, I took waterproof pants and everything with me. Wow. Prepared. Of course. Very, very prepared. Rain, rain don't stop my golf game. We're not doing too bad, though. We're, 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 yeah, we're, we're, yeah, we're here. Luke, how are you? I'm good, man. As as long as Arsenal loses this game, my day will be better. I think it'll, it'll be a lot it'll, better. It'll make up for the Tottenham loss. Uh, this absolutely. But absolutely. good day. Um, I'm excited. For, I'm actually really excited for this episode. I'm pumped. So we've mentioned this so much before. We've talked about how Harry Potter is our favorite movie series. And well, at least me and Luke's. <laughs> well, I, I think Taylor. It's Taylor's as well. You, I, it's your favorite. It's one. I mean, it's well. When I've seen it all the way through once, I've only seen it all the way through once. But when I saw it, I like fell in love with it. Okay. At first, I was a big Harry Potter hater, quote unquote. But yeah. but it's Luke, very common. But Luke actually got me into it, and I was, and once I saw it all the way through, I was like, oh yeah, I'm it's sold. tough. I'm sold. It's this tough. is legit. Like yeah. this is a top. Five series of all time, like movie series of all time. People no hate on it before ever watching it all the way through, and it's like similar to every movie series. If you just watch bits and pieces of it, you're like, "What's going?" Well, yeah, because the concepts of it is. But this one's like, also uh, so deep. Too. It's, it's so, so like you deep. miss like the first couple of movies. Well, not as much the first couple of movies. Yeah, maybe not the first two, but after that, you have to. There's watch. still important things and references yeah, and that yeah. kind of stuff. So again, I've only seen them once. So in terms of uh, our podcast today. I don't know how much value I'll be able to add, but your presence I, is enough. I know these two mm. will add a lot of value, <laughs> and I'll I'll help create some some good arguments. So uh. yeah, yeah, and so what we're doing today to clarify, we're going from the bottom of our ranking list and working our way to the top, and we're pretty much just going to be sharing what we think is in what place one through eight, and we're going to try and argue with each other, see if we can get each other. to change any of these rankings around um see if we're stuck and see where we end up at the end and just kind of talk about the movies because they're just that good yeah um so let's start off taylor you're you're in the first column here on the sheet we're looking at (laughs) go ahead and and talk to us about your your eighth eighth spot my eighth spot yeah so i have uh the chamber of secrets harry potter in the chamber of Mm. secrets at, at number eight um, as the worst of a lot of good movies. Yes. So this is not to say that any of these movies are really bad. It's just to say that they're the worst out of the great movies that Harry <laughs> Potter is. So yeah, that, that's a good clarification, but yeah, I think when I compare it to all the other movies, you know, throughout the, the other seven, um, I, I just, there wasn't a strong pull to this movie. I think when I think about, you know, the Deathly Hollows, part one and two, when I think about Order of the Phoenix, right, maybe the Half-Blood Prince, I'm, like, so drawn to those because there's so much in those movies that attach me to them. And so, not saying that this one's bad, right, because we've, we've already clarified that. But, um, yeah, I would say this was one that I would probably put last on my list. And so, mm. Where is it on yours? Chamber of Secrets. It's also it's, last. Yeah, it's funny because on my list, it is also last. I, I've put it there. 
Again, it's not a bad movie. It's good. It introduces... When I rewatch it, it's fine. Yeah, it, it's like... I love all the movies, so if I'm rewatching it, it's definitely not a movie where I'm like, no, nah, let's skip that. Yeah. But in regards to the others, it is just... It's it, it's not there for me. Um, and I think the reason why Sorcerer's Stone is, is higher is because it's like the first one. And uh, we'll get into that later on in the rankings. Okay, well, let's, let's talk about... Goblet of Fire, because that's my bottom one, but then I have Chamber of Secrets in seventh. So, and the reason is, is I agree, like, Chamber of Secrets isn't that great of a movie, but I do like that we finally get to really start to hate Malfoy and Lucius, introduces Dobie or Dobby, however you say it. Um, and so I do like that side of it. It introduces a lot of characters, and... And it also technically introduces the first Horcrux. Um, Tom Riddle's Diary. Yep. Um, and honestly, I think Goblet of Fire is a far worse movie. I, I disagree. Why? Goblet of Fire is good. No. It's just, I think a lot of my reason why Goblet of Fire is lower is it kind of has, like, nothing to do with anything until, like, the last half hour of the movie. <laughs> like, That's it, like, the whole movie sets up for that half hour. But it has nothing to do with the plot of Harry Potter at all. There, it, They didn't really build any characters that whole time. It was literally, like, watching, like, Quidditch. When, whenever they do a Quidditch match, it really doesn't mean that much whenever they show it's just like a movies. cool part of the wizarding world yeah you know? and that's all that that whole movie was it really had there what there wasn't really any good character development you could argue for neville there was yeah but other than that the relationship it introduces the three, you to moody yeah but that's not the real mad eye so it doesn't matter yeah and um, and the books make mad eye a lot bigger of a character than the movies ever did I, yeah, and, and this is just playing devil advocate. It always builds on the relationship with the trio. I don't think it really did. I mean, there's 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 hurtful pieces in it, and I think they learn from that. Like, Ron well, yeah, Ron and, and Harry had their disagreements along with well, and Ron and Hermione. Ron's just kind of like, yeah, Ron was painted as a bad guy in that, which I don't think I really liked. Yeah, which is probably part of the reason why I put it so low. But that's the reason why I have it so low. I don't think it's a good movie. It's actually those last 30 minutes in regards to the whole series is super important. Yeah. Because that sets the tone for the remaining four. Right. And I, so it's super, super important. But again, it, it's just about games the whole time. And like people, I think that's why people who. Um, this, this say might, it. This might cost some people. Say out. it. I think some people who aren't as into Harry Potter <laughs> like that one the most because it's the cooler aspect of just seeing parts of the Wizarding World. Yeah, but it has like. I will say this. Uh, I was at. I think it was like a month ago that my pastor actually talked about Goblet of Fire as part of his lesson for that day, and the way that he relates that final scene to Jesus is so cool. It's like. It makes you think of the, it. Actually, made me appreciate the movie more than I did. Goblet of Fire. Yeah. What do you mean, final scene? When Diggory dies. Yeah. And how Harry's like, okay, this is like he finally realizes, okay, Voldemort's his true enemy. 
like this is the only thing that actually matters anymore. So he fix, forgets about the school. He fix about what was the girl's name, the Asian girl. Uh, I don't. I I have a guess, but I can't remember. I don't. I don't want to. Isn't it like Cho or something? Yeah, Cho. Yeah, Cho yeah. Chang. Uh, I think so. Is that right? Are yeah. you looking at Yeah, I, look, I looked it up. Okay, I, I wanted to it's say Cho, but I wasn't sure. Um, but, like, so he forgets about, like, the girls and about being on the Quidditch team and all these sorts. Like, he still does those things, but it's like he finally, like, realizes, like, okay, this is the only thing that matters. And what, the, what my pastor did was he related it to how, like, okay, Jesus is the only thing that matters. It was, I don't know, I just want to share that. Yeah. And so it made me appreciate the movie more, but it's still my bottom one. Yeah, and... And I would say, like, there's a quote, and I recently listened to another podcast talking about this, that was talking about that, like, there's a scene where Hermione's, like, and all three of them are standing at the end of the movie, and she's like, everything's going to change now, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. After the other schools get sent off. Yeah. Yeah. As they're, like, watching it. And so... When she's asking them to write to them, or asking the guys to write to her. I think it was interesting in the Goblet of Fire, where... Um, Harry's name was picked even though he was ineligible and he was a fourth name to the to the whole tournament. Well, yeah, th- yeah, that was Moody. I mean, I think that helps... Uh, you say what now? It, it was Moody. Yeah. I mean, it helps... I think it helps build into Harry's character, though, of like, okay, like, he is someone serious into the, into the rest of the storyline. Well... into the rest of the movies. Wait. Are you saying... Wait, okay. Say that again. Sorry. I think I misunderstood. I'm... I'm <laughs> It I puts mean, him in an important it, in like trial position. Is, is that kind of what yeah, you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you wouldn't have got through it without. I mean, he had help and everything. No, around. absolutely. But in terms of like looking at his character and like the development of it, it's like building up to Harry being like, okay, like Harry is, is like, someone serious to be noted. Yeah. Throughout. I mean, granted, you saw that in the first three movies, but in 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 every just, movie, there's the trial. Um, I, yeah, and I think. What that kind of leads to, I'm kind of skipping here, but that leads to his realization in Prisoner of Azkaban, or not, of, uh, in Order of the Phoenix, when he realizes, oh, I'm actually, like, really good at this stuff. I can start to teach people this. Yeah, yeah. well, with, with some confidence from... Hermione. Hermione yeah. and friends, like, backing him up. And so, um... So we collectively... Have at least in our bottom three, Chamber of Secrets and Goblet of Fire. Because you have that in your sixth spot, um, Taylor. Yeah. Thomas and I alternate between Chamber of Secrets and Goblet of Fire in our eighth and seventh spot. But I want to hone in on this. This is really interesting to me. Talk about your seventh spot. Come, yeah, it's a horrible take. Uh, look, part of, <laughs> <laughs> part of it. The part of it is the aspect that I can't remember much of the movie. Mm. I can't. So, uh, so going at number seven, I have Prisoner of Azkaban. With the other two, Thomas and Luke, they have it in their top four. No, I would even no, top, top three. Top three. Top spots. three. So there must be something I'm missing about this movie. And <laughs> fellas, I would love for you guys to hone in and tell me what I'm missing. But I don't know. I just like, when I look, and we'll get into this conversation later. But when I think about like the movies I remember the most from Harry Potter, it's the last three. Yeah, it's yeah. The last three, and I think that's that could go for many for most audience members. The filming of Azkaban is different. I feel like from I, the rest of them, there's so many reasons I like that one. Well, for for you two to know, 
Remus and Sirius are two of my like favorite characters, like in top five. Yeah, that's what I was gonna Sirius, talk about. I literally have his Funko Pop behind, hiding behind that Pokemon one over there. But um, I, he's like one of my favorite characters, so his introduction is in this, and it's just like Harry finally escapes the Dursleys and runs into this like sort of like. The flying car is sick. Yeah. Is this well, the no, one? flying car is Chamber no. of Secrets. Is this the one with the... Yeah, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is, because it goes into the forest. Yeah. You're positive? Yeah, it's Chamber of Secrets. Oh, because the spiders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Yep. Sorry, yeah, I mean, my bad, my bad. I also... But we go back to the training prisoners of uh, Azkaban. They go back to that tree. They go back to the tree. That's how they get to the sh- shrinking shack. Is the yes, tree. yes, yes, yes. Yeah, the Whomping Willow. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's under there to get the shrinking shack. Yeah, it's just so many so good for so many reasons. You find you see like on a deeper level Harry's pain with dealing with like his parents' death and thinking and believing early on that it was Sirius that did it. How he doesn't really know what happiness is to him. Yeah, and then it, you see some hope for Harry in it. He, like, at towards the end when, like, like they find out Sirius is innocent, Sirius asks him to come live with them, and you just see Harry's eyes light up, and you're like, I can be, at, like, in a place I feel loved. And, like, as opposed to being at the Dursleys. <laughs> and then, like, there's the things like Marauder's Map. It's just she, such a twist and turn movie. There's the time travel. This is the first time you really get to like the <clears throat> Weasley twins and like be like, oh, these guys are cool. And I think it's the first time you see Dumbledore like really obviously help out. Unless I'm missing something out of the first two movies. It's the first time you see him obviously really help out those three. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. he, he's like, oh, hey, Hermione, you have the time necklace i think three turns will do the trick yeah and he's more involved whereas like well and, you, and mcgonagall played a role in that yeah and so there's just so much into it, it. It's, that it's movie a, it gets better every time because because I, I i love uh serious and oh my god what's his name the werewolf remus remus so Remus's character development throughout that movie is very good, but then it takes a dark turn at the end, which I think is nice because it normally characters get better and better, like good guys especially. Uh, the whole like, like expecto patronum side of it, like oh, that's dude. that comes from that movie. His power, you like? Okay, so I was that was that's what I was gonna the, ask. Is that is that what the that yeah? Scene that, comes that's, from? The, that's the first that time that scene we see from? Death Eaters and. Um, we start to get a like Harry Potter gets a lot more political in this movie, especially like regarding politics in England, and uh, the the what's it called the the I, I, mean, I, I don't know what you're uh, about. <laughs> the, the Wizarding World's government. What is it called? Oh, the uh, the Ministry. Ministry of Magic. Yeah, we we meet the minister. And how that plays a role through, like, Half-Blood Prince when, like, he continuously denies that Voldemort's back. All those, like, it all, it starts to really lay the groundwork. And then the side, the other reason why I really like this movie, and it's because it's the first time we see the three kids grown up. And start, like, they feel more grown up, they look more grown up, it doesn't feel like a kid movie anymore. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, a little bit. And it, I think you get that in every turns. movie. I think you get that in every movie. I think like the true darkness doesn't come until like the end of Goblet of Fire, but I yeah I, I I support that. 
And the, I want to go back to the Patronus thing because one of my favorite things about this movie is Remus taking Harry under his wing to teach him that. Mm-hmm. And to be like, hey, like for this spell, you have to hone in on this. And he helps him out. Also, not to mention the train scene opening in when Remus helps him out on the train. Yeah. He's like, eat this chocolate. Eat some chocolate. Yeah. You'll feel better. <laughs> and it's just, it's so cool. You see Snape try and be kind of like, the good guy in it a little bit, who's also one of my favorite characters. I remember watching this with Taylor for the first time, and I was like, he's like, so who are some of your favorite characters? Oh, that's what I did with the house. And I was like, yeah. I was like, Snape is like arguably one of my top characters. And he was like, Snape, what? Yeah, that's and what I, I told like, the house. And then when they like, saw the last part of Death of the Alice Part 2, their minds were blown. Yes. And that, we'll get into that later too. And I try to preface it in a way of like, don't take that to mean everything because one of like my fiance's favorite uh, mo- like characters is Bellatrix. What? Just because she's played so well. Yeah, she and, does have an incredible character. And, and so yeah. it was. I was trying not to like ruin it while watching it with Taylor and be like, he's actually a good guy. I was <laughs> trying to be like, no, I just think Snape's character is that good. And yeah, he develops more, and yeah. that's all I kind of left it at. And then in the last movie. It was just like, what? And so, but, okay, we're getting outside of Prisoner of Ask. Well, hold on. Uh, so, anyway, fellas, thanks for thanks for letting me, sorry let me in on what I missed. <laughs> no, that's that's great. Well, it's funny because I literally just looked up uh, Prisoner, Prisoner of Azkaban <laughs> on the internet, and it says, why is Prisoner of Azkaban the best Harry Potter? It's so tough. So, there, I guess it's I was missing so a, whole, a whole time. And I... The only reason I'll get into this. We, okay, we can get into this later. But so for you to put that at seven, Taylor blows my mind. It and given like you preface, you've only seen them once. Sure. So on mine, it's third. But you've really, really knocked me into wanting to move Order of the Phoenix down. But we're gonna talk about Order of the Phoenix soon, and it's <laughs> like where do we put these? They're just, it's so they're tough. tough they're bro. so good. Uh, so okay, just I, I don't know if you guys listening have caught on to this. Me and Luke are fanatics about this. Like Taylor's a soon to be fanatic. Soon, soon to be. We're like I probably watch Harry Potter through three times a year minimum. Yeah, I do like twice, but I've been watching them since like. Yeah. So I I, 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 I do that with very little things. I watch The Office through once a year. And I watch Harry Potter through probably three times a year, and I usually watch The Hobbit through at least once a year. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm about to rewatch Harry Potter, and then I won't. Oh, I'm doing it next week. I probably, and this has got me stoked. I, I probably won't to. do it again until Christmas. <laughs> Throw back to when it, it came on like ABC Family. Rip. Uh, <laughs> now we got Peacock. We'll turn in like Freeform or something like that. Yeah. Right. Anyways. All right, let's move up to seven. Okay, so. Well, we got to move on to my six because I have one. Oh, yeah, six. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Well, yeah, because your seven, we talked about Chamber yeah. of Secrets. That we was Taylor's a, seven. I yeah. think I think if we average out ours, Chamber of Secrets is last. Yes. And then Gobble to Fire would be seventh. That's why I kind of started yeah. writing off these notes this side. Yeah, that's great. So, and then I guess because of averages to Sorcerer's Sorcerer Stone, Stone six. So, Which is, t- it's a tough one to put there because it is a little harsher for like uh because it does introduce everything and it just it, it's the nostalgia for it like uh-huh. yeah you're watching harry i also love world. the chess scene 
That that scene is tough. No, chess. what what scene? The, che- the wizarding oh, chess. Oh, wizards chess. We're, we're, like that's like Ron's moment. Not me. Not Hermione. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that is such a tough scene. I loved that scene growing up. That's Dude, it is. It's cool because and they, like they fight the troll. Yeah, it's also that's fair. just cool because Harry's had like a crap life leading up to this. Yeah, and like. Like, the no parents. Snake, yeah. He's, like, with his, like, aunt and uncle who, like, despise him and treat him poorly while they spoil Dudley. Who do we dislike more? His his aunt and uncle or uh, the aunt and uncle's son? The, the aunt and uncle. I, I, no, the it's aunt. Vernon. It's definitely. It's Vernon. Yeah. I don't know. I hate the, I hate the little kid. I, his, I mean, Azkaban like, actually makes I, him look really bad. He's just Because that's that one, right? Or is that Order of the Phoenix? Order then? of the Phoenix. That's Order of the Phoenix. The, you're talking oh, about the trial yeah, yeah, yeah. on the playground that's the when, when, yeah, yeah, that's when he uses Phoenix, yeah. under under Because that's when the bus comes. Yeah, you're right. And that's um, when he gets shipped off to the Order's well, the, hiding spot on the bus. No, the bus comes in Prisoner of Azkaban. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And then that's how he gets to the Order's house. The Order of the Phoenix's house. No, he shows bus- up to a random like cauldron hotel place. I don't know what it is. Oh, yeah, because that's where the ministry... Oh, he does sorry. go to the Order and Order the Phoenix, Obviously, because that's, that's the introduction. Name yeah. And then... Um, and then... All right, we're, we're on a wrap. <laughs> yeah, just not a fan of Dudley. That's all I have to say. Yeah. All right, so Sorcerer's Stone, sixth. Um, as the averages, does anyone want to add anything about that? No, I mean... I, let, I, just, yeah. I just think it's... like. The, so I have these highlighted in a way that y'all can't see as listeners, but I have it that it could flip flop to be, well, I actually have that in my fifth spot, but so does Taylor and Thomas has an six. That one for me, it's just like, it's hard because that is the beginning of it all. Like that's like when you need like, I mean, you need, you need to watch that to know he can speak yeah. to stinks. You need, well, not really because they break that down in the second movie, but that's when you find out that's when you understand that. The wand chooses the wizard, which comes into play in Death Valley's Part Two. Um, like it does, it does foreshadow a lot of events that happen in every single movie. Yeah, it's so. a nostalgia for me. I mean, I haven't like first time seeing it, right? And the only time you get to it, see him I'd in like Diagon Alley. Yeah, that's the real like. That's the only time you really get to experience the true Diagon Alley. And he gets, he gets his wand. Gets yeah. Hedwig. Gets, the Hedwig gets his cool. broom. And, like, finds out he has a... That's the first Quidditch match where he catches a snitch with his mouth, which comes into play in Deathly Hallows. It's just like, it's, yeah, it, it's... You, th- th- if you don't watch that movie, like, and you don't watch it a couple times, you really miss a lot of the stuff that happens in the later movies. I, it's it's most important just introducing the whole world. Kind of the thing that happens toward the end of the movie, I actually don't even think is as important with Corel. Professor Quirrell. Well, that actually really throws a lot of people off. So, like, when I watched it with the house, they thought the Sorcerer's Stone and the Resurrection Stone were the same thing. And no. I had to explain that they aren't. Yeah, and- correct. Um, no, the Sorcerer's Stone, like, keeps you alive. The, re- the, the Resurrection Stone just lets you see people that are dead. Well, it brings them back, does it not? N- no, not physically. Yeah. There's also something I want to talk about because I've I still don't know if I understand it in, in regards to Deathly Hallows Part 2. Okay. But I think I know what you don't understand, but we'll get to that. But if you look at our averages, I think it's Chamber of Secrets last, Goblet of Fire 7th, Sorcerer's Stone 6th, and then 
we have Half-Blood Prince in fifth. And the only reason Taylor strongly disagrees with this because this is number one. I do. But it's fifth because it's my fifth and it's Luke's sixth. And again, it's like something to me that could be changed. It's hard because it is good. Like, it's cool because Dumbledore brings Harry on the venture. It yeah. introduces Horcruxes. Horcruxes. It, well, it explains what they are really yeah. well. Yeah, and you get to see into, like, more of the darkness of who Tom Riddle was. And the, the Snape side of it is fire. Yes. Like, yeah. it, it really builds Snape's character really well. It shows how powerful of a wizard he is. Uh like the the last scene, you dare use your, your my own spells against me. That that, one's that was a tough scene. It, and then like Bellatrix, also, also, yeah, Bellatrix. It brings Malfoy. It like it honestly hurts me to watch Malfoy go through that. I feel like a lot he of, didn't want to. It, I feel like a lot of people watch Malfoy in the series too and are like, we don't like this kid. Yeah. And early on, I can see that he's kind of bratty. But yes. Like when you get into the last few movies, it's, it's the it's, it's the, honestly your heart breaks for him. And yeah. You're just like, dude, he's like pushing this because if he doesn't, well, because the young in the earlier movies, Malfoy is the spoiled white kid that's racist and whatever. Like yeah. that's that's him. But as he gets older, you can see he's learned. Okay, this is actually probably wrong. Yeah. And he doesn't want to make this choice. Well, he he still makes them, but you can see But he feels he has to because of his family's name. That is... Like, he feels that because of his last name, not his first name. Yeah. And, 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 yeah, you see the confliction. But it's an amazing movie, not to mention Dumbledore's sacrifice. Yeah. And and later finding out that, like, in Deathly Hollows Part 2... I could put Half Blood Prince above Deathly Hallows Part Two, but I could I, not move it into my top. I truly three. think it's a, a top three. I mean, I, you I, leave you you leave it on the cliffhanger with Dumbledore dying. Also, Hogwarts is at is at an all time low, right? Like you see the death rolling into Hogwarts. Hogwarts is never the same. You get introduction to the the Horcruxes, like well, and the so Ministry much, finally admits that Voldemort's back. Like so much, right? That's, no, back. that's in the end of Order of the Phoenix. No, that's because they see him. Oh, that is that one. Isn't this the that that the end of Order of the Phoenix where he goes, he's back. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think the Half Blood Prince is top three. I mean, only because of just these these last five are like these last five movies are literally amazing, and it's so hard because it's like. Millimeters between the differences. I mean, on. you guys put it. You, you could g- convince me to move it into five. I think over Sorcerer's Stone, maybe. It. I think you're crazy not to have it in a top five. Well, it's it's already in five, considering because Sorcerer's Stone well, is uh, on, well, average, on his own. Uh, I think like on his own, own rank, it's, you, it's and that's why I put it there. I think you can maybe. I do not think it's better than those those first four I have. I I, I agree with you. I agree with you on the Deathly Hallows. Maybe yeah, I agree with you on the Deathly Hallows. Oh, I could put it above Deathly Hallows Part Two because that's my fourth. I, I you guys love. I, Prisoner of I disagree because that's your we'll get into one. that. Yeah, that's my that's my number one. But and we're kind of so. In so, okay, so Taylor, keep going on why you think Half Blood Prince is your number one. Yeah, I mean you lead like what, okay. Watching it for the first time, right, all the way through with you, Luke. I, when Dumbledore dies, I'm like, oh my gosh, where do they go for here? Is from that here? real? Like, 
Like, is this real? Like, is he are we playing games? Like, you see throughout the first five movies that Dumbledore is probably one of the most powerful wizards in all of the world, right? Yeah. And so in that, it's like, if he dies, who's going to defeat um, Voldemort? Who's going to, like, defeat all this death hanging around Hogwarts, hanging around this entire wizardry, wizardry Well, and world. also That's Hermione's, answer, Hermione's really spoken to it as well as, like, Voldemort can't touch Harry as long as uh, Dumbledore's around. And now that Dumbledore's around, like, when I first watched it vulnerable. through, yeah. like, it's, yeah, the first like, time I watched it, I was like, oh, Dumbledore's dead. Harry's in trouble. Like, I truly had no idea where where it was going to go after after seeing the fifth one. And then through that, I'm like, the Horcrux, wait, that's sick. Like, that is actually genius how they incorporated that into these movies. Yeah. And how, yeah, and how Voldemort stayed like, alive it, because of those Horcruxes. And it really nice. paints the picture of, okay, Voldemort can't be killed. It's very tough, too, obviously. But I, th- the <laughs> thing for me is, is that's an introduction. The Horcruxes are a sick idea and they're awesome. But I think Deathly Hollows, both of them expand on that more, which is why they're above it. Yeah. And that's why I, I understand. I like the Deathly The Hallows. reason I why I them. put Deathly Hallows I Part 2 above Half Blood Prince is because of the final battles, Neville's moment, the obviously the scene in the woods, and the mind bogglingness of uh, Harry and Dumbledore and the clean King's Cross station that that is. That scene blo- like, is so confusing it's, every single time. Well, it's so. Like, it's kind of biblical too it's like that's and that's my whole point with this series too but let, let's dive more into Deathly Hollows part 2 because y'all both have it at 4 and we've already worked our way up into these 5 spots and so let yeah let's take it, well, a look okay, at that go, go explain why you think it's number 1 where to, your begin, number one. where to begin so so it Dude, it's it's crazy. There's one scene in the middle of it that I always love, and I sometimes even just pull this up on YouTube, where Harry sneaks back into Hogwarts, and they encounter Snape. He's like, and it just leads you more and more to believe about Snape being a Death Eater. He's like, how dare you stand where he stood? Tell how, tell them how it happened. Tell them how you killed him that night. Yeah, yeah. And the, and he's just like shocked. And there's he, bits and pieces of that where you think he actually like orchestrated that escape and killed the Death Eaters behind him. There's I've seen like theories on that rather than McGonagall doing it. Mm. And you learn about Aberforth, Dumbledore's brother, and who the helps. Dark side of Dumbledore's. Yeah, and the dark side. Because there's actually stuff that's really interesting about Dumbledore's past that goes into the Fantastic Beasts movies about his relationship with um, Grindelwald. Mm-hmm. And that's really cool. Like, you kind of learn. Dumbledore's It's kind of up to them to figure cleaning. it out, and they're getting close. You. They're still on the run finding all of these things. Um. I'm trying to think of what else is going on. The bit, a big piece that I think a lot of people leave out is I mentioned Snape's one of my favorite characters, and this really pulls in the rest of that. Because if you watch the first seven movies, you're like, Snape's a good character. He's still in it, but he looks kind of like a bad guy. And then yeah. you, you watch this movie, and you see what he's done, and he's sacrificed so much just because sad. he still <laughs> loves 
the a woman that died for him, who's Harry's mother, Lily Potter. Right. And he still does all of that. He's played the best double agent role you of could ever time. imagine. Yeah, 100%. And he's, he, like, they find him there after they kill him, and he's like, take my tears and watch, and you will understand everything. Dude, these... And he sets it all up. And you're just, that is, like, one of the biggest twists. That's, like, arguably the biggest twist in the whole movie. Like in the whole series. Yeah. When you uh, find it definitely is. Because that also teaches you that Harry himself is a horcrux because of killing, like, how Lily sacrificed herself on that night. And so you learn that Harry's one, and that brings it to the biggest part of it all, that Harry has to go, like, sacrifice himself for this, and it's all out of love. And so... Which it is the same spell that kept him alive the first time. Yeah. And it and keeps him alive the second and time. And it's all about love and loving his friends. And he, like, talks to Hermione and he's like, they're like, we'll go with you. And he goes, no, like, I have to do this. I've been chosen for this. And you're just like. And then not to mention Hagrid's carrying him back, which is so poetic because Hagrid brought, Hagrid brought him to the doorstep of his, the Dursleys. Yep. And he's bringing him back into Hogwarts. And then you just see life come into Harry, and he gets out, and you just see D- Voldemort's eyes, and he's he just make like, me move it up. <laughs> you just see Voldemort's eyes, and he's like, "What? I thought I killed this fool again." And you're just like, "Let's go." Uh, I'm gonna move it. All right, I'm moving <laughs> it. I have. to. It is so tough. The moment, to- the moment you said that, the Snape's like moment, like the, when you realize he's a double agent. Like you, I've rewatched that scene probably a thousand times, and it still blows my mind every single time. You just get so hyped. You're like, "Let's go!" What? Uh, where would you move it to? I'm gonna move because you and I have it at, at four. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna move. Hmm. I think I'm gonna move it to number two, and I'm gonna move Order of Phoenix to number four. Mm. I can't. I can't. Prisoner of Askman, We already talked about it. Mm. It. Oh, I I, it okay, I <laughs> this is tough. I. I think I would. I would think I would keep mine. I would move it to three. Deathly Hallows Part Two, and then take Order of the Phoenix to four. I. I think I still love Part One with a little more than Part Two. Of the Deathly Hallows. <clears throat> okay, let's dive into that. Why, why do you think why? Because Thomas, you have it ranked one. And yeah. Taylor, you have it ranked two. That's at my four. Why is Deathly Hollows so good to y'all? I loved the introduction of the Deathly Hollows, right? Like the Invisibility Cloak, oh, yes. the 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 Elder Wand, and then the the Resurrection Stone. Like in the fact, the fact that Harry had all three at one moment, or like at, at separate moments, but had all three. You at, learned about, like he had the Invisibility Cloak the whole the time. whole time. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think I got goosebumps watching that moment. Like just seeing the whole storyline of like in the, the history behind. The oh, Deathly Hallows, like it, it, oh my gosh! I also, love the beginnings of of cool moments like that where we saw the Horcrux come in. I was like, oh my gosh, this is dope! Like I, just, I was blown away. And so, with sitting through the Deathly Hallows Part One and hearing this this backstory of like this this fairy tale, I was like, oh my gosh, this is real because Harry literally has one. Going on how cool it is to see that Harry had the invisibility click the whole time too. You also get to see Dumbledore's absolute brilliance in hiding the Resurrection Stone in the Snitch. 
because mm-hmm. he leaves that oh, to him in his will. <laughs> and you're like, Dumbledore, what, yeah. what are you leaving these fools? And he yeah. left the puzzle pieces that they just had to put together. Dude, it's, it's so it's so unreal. here's my reason. Also, Dobby. Yeah, RIP. RIP. A, a free elf. Um, okay. I are we, What movie are we talking about right now? Deathly Hall is part one. Okay. So it's my number one. And here's why. And this is the sole reason why I can't put Deathly Hallows Part 2 at number one. That final scene between Dumbledore and Harry when Dumbled- when Harry kills Dumbledore. Or, God. Uh, when Harry <laughs> kills Voldemort. It's only good in theaters. That movie is, is not... Or, not, not that movie. That scene, that final scene when Neville kills the snake. It's like, okay, Neville killing the snake is sick every time I watch it. But the final moment when Harry kills Voldemort... And, like, he breaks the wand and whatnot. Like, it's... Obviously, the climax has already happened. But it's... I can't... It feels dragged out and not that... It doesn't really get me. Whereas the entire Deathly Hallows Part 1, every single word in that movie, to me, feels important to something else. You know, like, Deathly Hallows Part 2 is a great climax and ending to everything, but you have to have Deathly Hallows Part 1 for Part 2 to even matter. Yeah, and I agree, but I think endings are, like, carry a lot of weight for me. I also forgot to add in Deathly Hallows Part 2, you mentioned it, the train station scene, where he just talks with Harry. It's It's just, like, insane. And There's so many, like... Unanswered questions every time. Yeah, they, uh, they rank um, Deathly Hallows Part Two on Rotten Tomatoes as a ninety six percent. Yeah, Deathly Hallows like, Part One nuts. has a pretty bad ranking. I'm pretty sure it's not too bad. I looked at it. It's seventy seven. It's seventy seven. Uh, to be Rotten fair, Tomatoes. I well, think it's really that's cool. the like. I'm pretty sure that and Chamber of Secrets are the lowest ranked ones on Rotten Tomatoes. All the others are eighty and above. That's fair. Like Sorcerer's Stones a ninety three or something like that. So, so no, Sorcerer's Stones well. Wherever you look at it, eighty-one percent Rotten Tomatoes. For oh, okay. Maybe I, was... I will so, say there, there are, are pretty some high cool things uh, in in there, like the running from the snatchers in the woods. Yep, That's and and I spoke to it scene. earlier. Like I love the Ministry of Magic side of things, and like how political it gets, and like you can like there's so many different angles that you can look at this. Like, I'm not a politics guy whatsoever. I actually hate politics. But I love how the movie feels very real when it, like, when you look yeah, at the it brings politics. Yeah, it, it brings so much, everything in. Yeah, with the corrupt, and, and they bring back, what's her face? The pink lady. Umbridge. Umbridge. Speaking of which, we have one other movie to talk about. And we've kind of skipped past it because Taylor has it ranked fourth. And you and I both have it at third. Well, yeah. I, I just changed. I just changed it. I had it at third at one point, but then I put Deathly Hallows. Yeah, so I I had it at second, and I moved it down to third because I moved Deathly Hallows. So up. it's the Order of the Phoenix, and again, my love for Sirius in the movie is so great. Yeah, this I love it because it, like as believers, it's really cool because it feels like Harry's against the world, right? Much like. Jesus was and right. that kind of stuff. And so like it's it's so cool to see that and like and, this and they the- don't believe him and I love watching Ron back him and like when Seamus is Yeah, Seamus finally is like, I believe you. <laughs> I, I believe you. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then it's also cool because you learn about the prophecy and yeah. Sirius is back in it. They're getting into the army. I love when Hermione looks to Harry and goes, Harry, we like need you to teach us this because you're familiar with it. And it's Harry finally realizes like, okay, I'm good. I can do this. And what I have to do, like, these people will never really understand. Like, they want to be there with me, which is great, but they will never truly understand what he has to do. Yeah. And so they form Dumbledore's army against Dumbledore, and I, like... And and the room of no requirement. Oh, so fire. Umbridge plays a great villain. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, so when she gets dragged off by the centaurs, you're just like, let's go. Highly dislike her. No, that was in part two. No, that's, that's in... No, because she gets taken away. I think, and, then, be, and then when they yeah. take when they take back over the ministry, she comes back and and later on, um, yeah, she gets. She oh gets, no, because they kill the uh, the giant before Deathly Hallows Part Two. They they kill him before, like Hagrid's brother. I didn't know they killed him. I, I don't remember that. But anyways, I, it's just that part's great. But Harry also explains when they're about to form Dumbledore's army. I just love the scene where he's like, "It's not pretty." Like, you think it's all glorious because I'm doing all these things, but I've watched people die. And, like, a lot of it has come from luck that I've gotten out of these things. Mm -hmm. It is messy. It is hard. It is tough, like, on you physically and emotionally. And it's just, like... I mean, you see, like, it it really paints Harry as this, like, he really doesn't have a good life. Like, you, but you still root for him. Yeah, but he's still hanging on to what's at the center of it all, which is love. Yeah. And that brings me to the last scene when the sickest fight scene in all of Harry Potter is in this movie between Dumbledore and Voldemort. Oh, that's the toughest scene. It's tough. That is, uh, dude, that, that is part of the reason why I do the final that. scene <laughs> between Harry and uh, Voldemort just doesn't live up to anything. Because that scene, Dumbledore and him, is oh, insane. That would make Deathly Hallows Part 2 so much better if just Harry started whipping out all these things, like putting them in a ball. Like, and dude, just, like, if they, they let me fire. down in that last scene because I was expecting some crazy stuff. I don't think it let me down, but thinking about it now, they could have done it so much better in there. Yeah. But, but And like the way, it, and it's so cheesy to me, the way that the wand just flips across the air perfectly into his hands. Uh, don't you think that's him winning it though? I I've, I don't know. It's I, so I, I, I kind of see what you mean, but and then not only that, but when he kind of freezes everybody and has control of the scene, he's like he, Harry, and he's like trying to fight in Harry's mind and that kind of stuff. Oh, and what and Harry says to him, he's it, like, "I feel sorry for you. You don't know love. Like you don't have friends." It, it was. You're just it like, was like, oh. It was just hits, so cold. Man. It is it so hits. sick. And then, and then the parting of Sirius breaks my heart. Oh yeah, and it's such a like it's like an like you don't have time to like be like oh my god Sirius just died. No, because it just moves on to the next thing, and Bellatrix is running off, gun. I killed Sirius Black, <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like, dang it, dude. And so that movie is so tough. That's that again. Like, I, I just. Those last five movies, Half-Blood Prince, Order of the Phoenix, Prisoner of Azkaban, both the Deadly Hallows, they are, like, honestly, there are all five of those. I don't, I don't think so, man. I, all five I of those put, movies are a top 25 movie in all, of all time for me. 
You say what? All five of those movies are a top 25 movie of all time for me. I mean, they're... Between they're, any movie. They're, they're all incredible. That, that's why it's so hard to rank these last five. Like, it's easy to put, say these are the top five and what the bottom three are. Okay, so there, so so, I, I think yeah we're we're about to wrap it up here. Um, Luke Luke is changing some of these okay, rankings. Okay, if you look at the averages though, like, the averages is that Deathly Hollows we have Luke Thomas and I have Deathly Hollows at one or two, right? Where you yeah. have it at four, but interchangeably it can go to one to two. Three, yeah, or but four. part two is all in our top three, and I have it in a four. But wouldn't no? He's right. Average would be Death Valley Part Two before Death Valley Part One, and then Order of the Phoenix. Yeah, that's the, that that average is right because you. The only reason Half Blood Prince is right is because you have it in sixth. If you switched that in Sorcerer's Stone, then we'd have to move Half Blood Prince above Prisoner of Azkaban. Okay, so that okay, okay, that's fair, that's fair. Yeah, I, I those two are just like neck and neck, and that's why I have those highlighted a certain way. But let's just run through those. I get, and let's just put it together because they're kind of like neck and neck. De- both Deathly Hollows movies we've put at by the top spot pretty much on average. Yeah, yeah. between the three of us. Between what? the three of us, and then it goes: Order of the Phoenix, Prisoner of Azkaban, Half Blood Prince, Sorcerer's Stone, Goblet of Fire, and then Chamber of Secrets. I, I, on, I'm happy with that. I think that's the solid yeah. list. And and so. I know you're not with Half Blood Prince. No, so I think Half Blood Prince should be higher than Prisoner of Azkaban, and maybe Order of the Phoenix. It and for if, sure, if there's sure more Prisoner happening, Azkaban, I agree. But maybe not Order of the Phoenix. If there's more happening in that movie, like it was like, because it, it's a relatively slow movie. It's it is a slow burner, but so is Deathly Hallows Part One, and it's my number one. So I no, do appreciate you, you have those action scenes where they're teleport like apparating in and out of like the substation and they find No, Half Blood Prince is a much faster movie than Deathly Hallows Part One. Deathly Hallows Part One is long and slow. Yeah, but there, there's more there was a lot scenes. of backstory to Deathly Hallows Part One. And so I mean I, I would say there's more in Half Blood There's more Half action Blood Prince. In Half Blood Prince. No. What's in Half Blood Prince? Bro, Dumbledore dies the moment, like, between Snape and I'm just talking, Harry, like, at general Trump's. action scenes. Like, I'm not talking about, like, big moments. The, the fire when uh, Dumbledore has to drink. Um, what else happens in that one? Actually, maybe. No, there's still less than Deathly Hallows Part 1. Deathly Hallows Part 1, you have the subway station when they're in that spot and they fight the Death Eaters. That's such a short scene, though. They, they, there's the nothing running crazy. They're running in the woods from the Snatchers. There's not that much wizarding happening. The it's snatchers, just The Snatchers in... Um, the Snatchers when they are at Malfoy Manor. Okay, but Dobie does that by dropping a chandelier and then it's pretty much over. No, there's some fighting in that. I mean, a little he, bit. He gets Lucius and Draco's wands, which is how... But he takes Draco's by snatching it from him. He doesn't fight him for it. Yeah, but that's how he technically has... Yeah, the I, other I, one. I, I know. I know. You can argue that for... for I, I think I think well. that the Howard's like, is the slowest one, but it has the most, like, intimate and deep moments, which is why I like it the most. Mm, yeah. I mean, we could talk about this for hours. Yeah, these, we these could. movies we... are incredible. But yeah, the, that's consecutive ranking. I, I, I think again, Half Blood Prince is an amazing movie, but I just rate those other five more than it. Well, and it's yeah, you do especially because those two that he thinks it should be above have Snape in it, not Snape, uh, series in it. 
Those are serious as two movies. Yeah, and I mean, but that's not like what's dragging out those movies. Like I've explained so many other reasons. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm just saying it, that it, it, it is help. probably your biggest pull for those. And he doesn't really like uh, Sirius as well. No, I don't mind Sirius. I mean, I, but not I, as I, much I, as he does. No, I enjoyed Sirius, but it, I mean, he wasn't like a crazy character. And I, I liked uh, Rupin. Remus Lupin. Yeah. Remus was good. I liked Remus. I, I liked him more than I liked Sirius. So that's why I like Prisoner of so much is because his character and how he helps Harry is just beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, well, this went long. 48 yeah. minutes. Ah, no, that's a good yeah. length. Yeah, it's great. But <laughs> I, I like the list. I, I'm I, happy I respect all his choices. Um, and Do you really, you really put up a good fight for your Half-Blood Prince? I, I, because once, I, you, I, once you finish talking about it, I was like, oh, th- I'm going to have to move some things around. I love the Half-Blood Prince, truly. One, but, of the, one of the movies I think. I think it should speed out three. But, again, we don't have to go through it again. So it, th- Again, like I've said like 20 times. I'm someone who's like, seen it once. <laughs> I still put up a good argument. By no, Tom, he's, he's a, it's a really good argument. Hopefully, other people agree with me. Yeah, we'll most see. people will. When I talked, like when I talked to other people, like Half Blood Prince and Goblet of Fire are up there for. Have people. you all read any of the books? No, the only person I know that's read mo- like the most of them that I know well is Joe. I've read the first three. I've read the first like one or two. Uh, Joe's read through. I think he's through Prisoner of Azkaban. They. I will say when people say they're better, even after watching movies first and going back and reading them. It's just so much in the books that can't be included in the movies. Yeah. That's missing. And so it's, they're really, after reading the first three, they're really good. Um, but I haven't, I haven't read through the last one. Maybe four. that's what I'll do. Cause I mean, I want to, I want to read books other than, you know, the spiritual books. Cause that's all I read. No. I mean, those aren't bad books to read, but. No, I, I but some, I do want some fiction. Some fiction's, fiction's it. fun. Like yeah. you, it's enjoy, like you enjoy it. But, um, <clears throat> Yeah, that that's our rankings. Uh, like I enjoy. Please this. argue us. Yeah, help, let us know. Help Taylor out. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Please help me out. No, I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go watch him uh, another another time. I'm watching him this week. We're, we're gonna go. <laughs> I, I might I might watch him this week too. He's Easter break and all that. So anyway, well, that's our our Harry Potter rankings of of the movies. Maybe not more so the books, but just the movies. Uh, anyway. Like Luke, we all say at the beginning, um, this is the show where we talk about everything. But in reality, we don't know anything. See you guys. See you.